Hi everyone, I'm Allison Ramsey with the Empire Life Podcast and today we are here with Tatiana Della Piani and she is a sex and relationship expert and a Tantra, Tantra teacher. She's also the founder of Priestess of the Phoenix, Phoenix Mystery School and we talk with entrepreneurs from all around the world and we help entrepreneurs to launch their online empires with their online presence and today again we're talking with Tatiana Delapiani and I will hand it over to her to intro herself a little bit more thank you for being with us Tatiana yes no thank you thank you and thank you ladies for um listening in um so and I, I also wanted to say that you said my last name perfectly. Uh, <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for not destroying it here, um, here today. So um, I've been, you know, I've been studying um, energy for a very long time. I've been, um, after a devastating breakup uh, uh, like over 10 years ago, I felt lost and heartbroken and I needed to, um, I needed to find myself because I was completely lost and not in my body. And I went on this spiritual journey of self-love and healing. So I studied um, different modalities from all around the world, bhakti yoga, from bhakti yoga, shamanism, um, Egyptian alchemy. And, and then I ended up studying with my mentor, Sam Isadora, who was a sex and relationship tantra expert. So a lot of my work, um, I like to say that when I work, um, what I help women do is um, reveal certain parts of themselves and, and heal um, and integrate whatever is, is going on in their body from their childhood. Um, most of the women that I work with, um, I work with women who have sexual trauma. And, um, and then I help them turn on, find their magic. That's really like um, what, I, what I really do with my, with my clients. Because I do many things um, with the work that I do. I, do, I work with them one-on-one. I do group coaching programs. And then um, pretty soon I'm going to start doing more of trainings, which I'm really excited about. And that's what my Priestess of the Phoenix Mystery School is. Um, to, because right now what, what I'm really passionate right now at the moment is helping women become the priestesses that we once were. Because I really truly believe that women who are awakened and sexually liberated are the ones who are going to heal this world. And we are so needed at this time. And my work, as um, my work is to, is to do that is to bring back the the feminine arts of the the beautiful um, magic that all women have this shakti alchemy and bring it back into their lives. And um, and we'll dive deeper into what that means in a little bit. And, um, and I just wanted to celebrate a win that, um, that I was featured a couple of months ago in nine different articles, um, Glamour, um, Cosmopolitan, Women's Health, um, The Greatest, The Insider. Um, I was featured after I did a, a presentation of uh, a, the O-Yoga system, which helps um, women really activate this energy in them. Um, so that they can um, feel really good in their bodies, that deep connection to their bodies fully. And um, yeah, and just feel fucking amazing. And then they went, they all went home and were so happy and had amazing sex. And then they got so excited that they wrote nine articles. So I just want to celebrate that win because, um, 
because I know that part of this um, work as an entrepreneur, we always want to be able to celebrate our wins and, 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 and our accomplishments instead of like looking at the, the obstacles and the challenges, which are also important in our journey. Yes, yes, that is fucking <laughs> awesome. It's amazing. And, uh, and uh, to dive into that a little bit more on, on what the, the Shati, you said Shati meditation and Shati practice? Shakti? Yeah, the, the, um, I, I, Shakti is um, it's like it's like saying feminine energy. It's the oh, nice. feminine energy that everyone has. It's not just women, but it's actually the energy that that we um, that it's hard for us to have access to in this modern society because we're not we don't live like the natives lived back then, like the you know in ancient times where they like worshipped the, this energy. Um, everything is so like masculine, linear, pushing, doing it mm. one certain way. And, uh, but when you activate this Shakti energy, it, 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 it taps you in so that you can be in your greatest potential. But not only that, it's the rocket fuel, the passion, like artists and creatives, that's the energy that they use when they create masterpieces. And, but it's also the energy that you use when you're making love to your beloved because <laughs> it's sexual energy it's erotic energy um so a lot of um you know a lot of people we all have the capacity for this energy but it doesn't mean that everyone's lit up so the work that i do is to help them find that inside of them come back home to themselves a lot the huge foundation of my work is is going back to the root because we're very disconnected. Everything's about being in the, in the mind and the mental state. Even when you're doing mindset work, affirmations, that's all mind. The work that I do is diving deep into, the, into those places in the body that is holding memories, subconscious stuff from your past, from your childhood. And a lot of people can't move forward in their life because they're still stuck in their trauma. Yeah, and, and when they're able to let go of that, I'm, I'm somewhat assuming here ahead of myself, then that brings so much more deliciousness and pleasure to themselves. All right, can you go into that a little bit more? And yes, so, so a lot of the work, um, so I dive deep into, you know, getting back into the root and exploring whatever, um, whatever's there, revealing and peeling these layers, but then I infuse pleasure techniques because pleasure is healing if you want to look at it in more of a scientific way you know we're always um you know in the daytime and the nighttime our cortisol levels are going up and down okay the cortisol is a stress hormone okay and when you add in pleasure and you're raising serotonin and oxytocin and dopamine and all these other neurotransmitters that we all carry it starts rewiring the whole nervous system. So that's the reason why in Tantra or in these um, pleasure techniques that really divide from the feminine, we're actually able to rewire the system and actually feel so good and connected to your body because the body wants that sensuality. You know, your body is intelligent and it craves for that intimacy and it's just calling for your attention and that's why a lot of people are you know experience a lot of pain whether it's emotional or physical and it's because the body is calling for your attention yes and that leads me into another question that our society and culture and a lot of cultures we don't usually give ourselves permission to listen to that 
part of our bodies or we may say something to somebody and they're like, Oh, you're going to be fine. You're fine. Get back up. Let's do this. You're stronger than that. And they kind of, even if you want to give yourself permission and embrace it, it can be challenging because you may be listening to outside voices and, Oh, I'm not supposed to honor this part of myself. Like how do you personally, or if you want to share a personal story, like continue to honor and give yourself permission to feel, to be in those feelings, even if they're scary, even if they're a little painful, because it's going to be less pain in that moment than I, I mean, I feel from personal experience, it's less pain in that moment than keeping it and maintaining that pain and holding on to it for the long term. So I'll give you a perfect example. Actually, yesterday on Facebook, I posted my accomplishments of 2017. And, you know, yesterday I was having a little bit of a hard day emotionally. Um, for some reason, I kept saying in my head, like, oh, I'm not doing enough. Like, I didn't do enough last year. I keep resting, you know. <laughs> I, I haven't done all the things that I want to do. I'm behind, which is crazy. So last night I started posting, like, all the things that I did in 2017. And it was a lot. I did a lot of things. A lot of amazing things that and that was in my low you know I did a lot even though I felt like I rested a lot <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay you know but it's insane to think in that way because then you start you know we all have this inner critic it's our it's our ego who is constantly telling us that we're not enough where do we get that we get that from childhood from our parents from school from you know media from whatever we have all these voices that we just get programmed to think and feel in certain ways. So we have this voice that's telling us, you're lazy, you know? <laughs> All of a sudden, like, if I'm, like, resting and I'm, like, sleeping, you know, I do give myself permission to rest and sleep, but I will hear that little voice that's like, Tatiana, you're very lazy, you know? <laughs> um, and then sometimes I'll believe it. Or sometimes I'll be like, oh, like, shut up, you know? And I'll put music or something. Um, but yeah, I, the way that I work and, and the way that I operate is that I actually like following my own rhythms. Um, I gave up on trying to be or look a certain way because, you know, sometimes you look at social media and you start comparing yourself with other people and you're like, wow, she's doing so much, but you have no idea. Mm -hmm. You have no idea what's going on. You know, you start thinking, wow, she has an amazing life. You know, like you just start projecting all these things, which is not true. Maybe that person really is unhappy, you know? Um, but you start thinking, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing these things. But it, it's okay. You know, it's okay to like be feminine, you know, and lay down in your bed and, Maybe you're so overwhelmed that you need to meditate or take a yoga class. I mean, things come up. And sometimes you need to take those moments of, of like processing your feelings, right? Because feelings, emotions, they, they come and go. And, and fine, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, sometimes we do have deadlines that we need to reach. But I promise you that you'll be more effective and productive if you took like an hour off just to rest, you know, mm -hmm. and then yeah. when you get back, see what you can do. You know, I, when I first started my business, I struggled. 
I struggled the first two years of my business. It was not easy. I still consider myself a beginner, even though a lot of people see me as like, oh, I'm doing, you know, so amazing. I still see myself as, as a beginner because I feel like my two years of starting, I, there was so much resistance and trying to push forward that I couldn't meet my goals or do the, the stuff that I wanted to do. But when I first started, because I, I don't know, um, I joined B-School, okay? Oh, I, yeah, I love Marie Forleo, yeah. Yeah, Marie Forleo, I joined <laughs> B-School, and it was very um, impulsive, you know? I was an actor at the time, and I had no idea what I wanted to do in my life, but I'm like, let me buy this program. I think it's going to be good for me. So I bought the program, and then I got so overwhelmed because it was so much information, mm -hmm. but I didn't have a vision. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I went crazy trying to figure out constantly. I was always overwhelmed mm -hmm. and tired. Even though I wasn't really doing much, I was always tired and overworked. Because I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. I was so like, and, and I remember I, I booked a business coach. Um, we weren't the right fit for each other. But at the time, I thought she was, and I signed up with her. And I remember when I first started talking to her, I was like, I really need to be in touch with my divine masculine because mm -hmm. I have no, I don't know what it is to be structured. I don't have any discipline. I can't finish what I start, you know, and these were my struggles. But then later on, you know, as I figured out, like, what, what it is that I love to do, um, you know, what in, what's in alignment with me and also really knowing myself, knowing that I'm the type that I get bored. You know, I get bored easy. I'm the type that I was, you know, I might, I notice that I do things twice. You know, like if I do an event, I'll do it again and then that's it. Hmm. You know? So I know my patterns. I know myself. And even as a matter of fact, my business partner and best friend, she even knows me. She tells me all the time because I'll come up. I have so many ideas. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And she's like, you're not going to do it. I know you. You're going to get bored. And then I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, <laughs> because I love pleasure. I love things that are pleasurable. I need to feel good doing it. She'll tell me straight up, that's too much work. You're not going to do it and you're going to destroy it. And it's true. I will. Mm. It has to be something that lights, me, that lights me up fully, that I'm so passionate that I will feel like my soul is on fire. So that's why I love transformational experiences. Mm. Like when I did the Love Alchemy Retreat, that was like shamanic healings and it was like deep transformational healings. I don't like doing free and small workshops because they don't really light me up. Yeah. It's, and it's not enough time for everybody to really dive into all of those transformations. Those take days. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people tell me, um, you know, you always get people that send you feedback <laughs> on Facebook, <laughs> on Instagram. Hey, when are you going to do your next event? Uh, or, or they'll say workshop and I tell them straight out. I'm like, I actually don't do workshops. If you are interested in, in an event, my events are like six to eight hours, you know, 
if you want to do an intensive with me or if you want to do like a retreat, you know, obviously those are longer. Um, I like transformational experiential experiences. Yeah. Yeah. The work that I do, you know, and that's, and that's, that's where the real magic is. That's where the real, yeah. The real juiciness gets into when somebody is really wanting to upgrade themselves, let go of all of that and truly design their life. Yeah. Without all these limitations that we are even imposing on ourselves unconsciously. Yeah. And when I was, and when I first started, obviously, cause I just started, I needed to do those time, those small events, but then, you know, it, it got dead <laughs> after that, you know, like, like people, you know, people weren't really showing up and then it was just like, okay, I'm spending a lot of money, like renting out space in New York city is expensive, you know? So it's like, is it worth it? You know, losing money. Um, so it wasn't, it was, you know, so I know myself and I know that that's how I operate. That's how I flow. So like I work with my own rhythms and I also, um, I know how to flow according to my own moon cycle. And then also according to like, you know, the full moon or the new moons, because I know that that's going to take a little bit of an effect or on your energetic system. You know, because you will feel tired. Sometimes you need those Epsom salt baths. Um, sometimes you need a massage. I get a lot of massages, actually. I know you that's were asking a, me. That's great. Yeah, that's part yeah. of your self-care. That's part of my self-care. I, I love massages, and I, and I go get manicures and pedicures. That's, like, um, that's my thing. Um, and sometimes if I do like an, like a, an event, then I'll go to like an energy healer so that they can do work on me. It depends. If I feel like I'm stuck and contracted, Hmm. I'll go to a healer for that as well. Um, yeah, because you know, I'm a heat, since I'm a healer, I have moments where I'll feel tired or I, I need rest and I need my own healer as well. Yeah, for sure. You, you need your own medicine Mm -hmm. for sure. I wanted to touch on when we start to really, so let's say we're doing all of that path and completely designing our own lives, loving what we're doing, we're reaching millions, becoming an influencer. How do we continue to come back to ourselves and our real intention of why we even started from the beginning? What what are some tips that on that, or what are some of your thoughts on that and your personal experience? Um, okay. Can you repeat the question again? Yeah. Like when we're, everything is going our way and we're really reaching, we're reaching the people that we need to reach our soulmate participants Mm -hmm. in our events, our soulmate clients, we're at influencer level, all this money is flowing in. How do we continue to be kind and humble and keep coming back? Like keep coming back to ourselves. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, it, it's taking time to be still, hmm. taking time to, to reflect, because I think that, you know, I don't think that it's, you know, anyone's fault. You get excited about your own work and you're constantly moving really fast. But I think we need to kind of check in sometimes with what our, what's our heart desires, you know, um, and still feeling compassion and still feeling for others. And not coming from a place of um, 
of taking, you know, um, of always being in a place of giving. And sometimes you forget. Sometimes when you, you know, when you're doing this work, you get excited about, about making money and then it becomes all that. But I think that we need to still stay connected to the truth of who we are and, and still feel connected to others, you know, um, and stay humble, stay humble and, you know, keep on with your practices. What is that one thing that gets you connected to the divine, whether it's God, God is the universe, praying, you know, prayer to still continue doing your practices on a daily basis, because I've seen, you know, women or people not, it's, you're still in the rat race. That's something that my boyfriend says. He's mm-hmm. like, if, you know, if you have a business and you're like spinning on a, on that hamster wheel, you're still in the rat race, not even if you have a business. So do you want to be in the rat race, you know, and, and you know, the, when you think of that, the rat race, what feelings come up, right? What sensations come up when you think of that? Or do you want peace? Because ultimately, I think we all want peace. And if we have inner conflict and we don't have peace within ourselves, then what is the point of all this? Totally. I always say, I always say, I am not attached to this, you know? Um, I don't know if this is bad to say, (laughs) I'm kind of like a rebel with a lot of these things. Um, and it may, whatever, it may hurt, hurt me to say this, but you know, I'm a sex and relationship expert, but I'm not attached to that identity because I feel like I am more than that. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I think sometimes we get into these um, moments where we get so attached to that, that, and then it ends up that you're always talking about sex. And then that's always what you're constantly doing. And then you stay into this one identity. Um, but I feel like I'm more than that. You know, I have so much more to give and I know my soul. I know my truth. And, and I, oh, and also I wanted to say that I'm not attached to this. Because I know that God is, is in control, you know, and I may do this for two more years and then maybe who knows, who knows what can happen. You know, I'm not attached to, to an outcome. Yes, I have a vision. I have all that place, but you just don't know what life is going to bring you. And you so true. And the planet is changing so much and rapidly and we just don't know what's going to happen in two years so i'm doing this work now but i don't know what i'll be doing in two years hopefully i'll be doing the same thing you know um it would be nice to do this for 10 20 years but i don't know because i don't know how the world is going to look like yes that is exactly um, just yesterday or almost every day I have experiences where I tell myself, I really need to talk to this person who knows this and that, this and that, because a long time ago, or it's not that long ago, I gave up the idea of having to know everything about everything. I'm like, I need this person 
And then I go and sit down and I was sitting by myself outside yesterday to get a to-go order. And the person sitting next to me, we just start talking. He knows somebody that's an expert in what I said I needed. And he immediately got on his phone, shared our contact information. That person texted him back. Is like, whenever Allison needs to call me, tell her to call me. I'm here to give her advice. It's just, it, you, like you said, when you're not attached to the outcome, instead of, I let go of that worry, I was actually driving to the restaurant saying, it's all going to work out. I'm going to meet somebody that is an expert in this. I'm sure it's all going to work out, work out. I'm sure that I'm going to learn all the information I need to learn about this and I'm going to let this go. And then boom, it's like, it always happens like that for me. Wow. Amazing. The person, the person steps in when you let go of that outcome and all of that, I'm worried and I'm stressed and I have to force this yeah. And you just breathe into it and like everything, like you said, what's the point of all this? What's the point of me working sometimes all nighters and serving our clients? What's the point of all of this when I need to be still and realize I can't control everything. I can't control how everything is going to work out. I can't know everything or read every article. There's people that are an expert in that specific subject that can help me and I'm going to let them come to me. I'm not even going to send an email or go online and try to force like finding that person. They're going to come to me. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not, um, I always tell people if I'm not happy. Yeah. This, this yeah. Is yeah. It, it has to feel, it has to feel good. Like you're saying. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And that so the, the food was so good that I got and it was an amazing conversation. Oh, <laughs> yummy. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to ask you if you wanted to share a little bit about a story that brought you to some of the, the healing and then some gold nuggets before we, we hop off also. Sure. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I came across this work. Um, I was going through a, a pain point um, and I'll, I'll, I'll rewind a little bit before that pain point. <laughs> so <laughs> I was in a, I was in a sexist relationship for many years and um, I like towards the end, like the last four months of me being in relationship with him, I experienced my own sensual awakening. That's the way that I like to call it. All of a sudden I noticed that I was experiencing all these different changes in my body and my thinking and just like everything. Like, I started feeling the same energy that I work with now. It's just that at that time, I wasn't spiritual. I wasn't into the, all the stuff that I'm into now. So I, did, I didn't know that that energy had a name, okay? So I had my own um, sensual awakening where just like I started feeling all this energy all over my body. I started feeling radiant. I started feeling this vibration all over my body and I was just like wow what is this all over me it feels so good and I felt like energy going up from the base of my spine to the crown of my head and I was like holy crap what is this that I'm experiencing so I broke I we you know I guess it was too much for um for my fiance for me you know for me to be going through these changes because I noticed that he started criticizing me and putting me down and we were already not having sex. And, um, 
the intimacy was done. It was like we were both roommates. And, you know, and I, I was in a lot of pain because of that. And I just didn't know how to end the relationship because I was comfortable. I depended on him in many ways. I was with him for nine years. I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to be single. You know, I was scared to be alone. I was so terrified. And, um, and I just didn't do it, even though I kept hearing this voice because during my sexual awakening, my intuition came back, my psychic abilities and, and my dream state, like all these experience, I was experiencing all these crazy things. And I had a voice that kept saying that, Diana, you, you need to leave him, leave him. And, and I kept like saying, no, I can't, I can't. And they kept saying, well, you're here for something more. Didn't know what that meant. Cause I was like, what is that? This is crazy. I think I'm crazy. You know, fine. He breaks up with me a few months later and I was so devastated, so devastated. So I, I don't think I've ever experienced such a hole in my heart and also the feeling of loneliness and, um, and fear. I was so freaking scared. Oh my God. So I moved in, I moved back in with my mom and, um, you know, whatever. I started, I started diving deep into different modalities because I wanted to heal myself. I needed to find myself. I had a lot of friends that kept saying, okay, Tatiana, well, now it's time for you to love yourself. And I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean love yourself? How do you do that? First of all, I didn't even know that that was such a thing. I'm like, love yourself. That's so weird. I, I never heard that before because I was just so busy taking care of other people and loving them. So I had no idea when I tell you that I was clueless, I had no idea what it was to like love yourself. And I went, I don't know. I said, well, let me go to this yoga class. Maybe that's an act of loving yourself. I don't know. So I started diving deep into di different modalities, um, you know, from shamanism. I did like ayahuasca ceremonies. I started like, exploring all these different things. And, um, but then I noticed that everything was very masculine. I noticed that there was something that was missing out of everything that I was learning and I kind of like intuited that it was like, wait, it's my sex. It's my femininity, the root, you know? Um, there's something that's like, something's not quite right because I don't feel whole, you know, in my body. Everything was from my heart all the way up. Like we were reaching mm -hmm. for something, you know? Reaching for heaven. And, and then I realized, wow, I... I grew up with a lot of abuse and I've been denying that my whole life, you know, like most of my life, I, you know, I grew up from a dis disempowered place of being sexually abused as a toddler and um, sexually abused many times in my life, physically, emotionally, verbal, verbal abuse, codependent family dynamics um, that I, Honestly, it took me years to like, like realize that I had been abused. I never even thought that it was abuse. But what's crazy is that how much I blocked the fact that I had been molested as a child and how much that was affecting my life and why I couldn't push through resistance and, and move forward because trauma keeps you in a frozen state. Mm. So I was like, I guess I need to heal that. I didn't know where to start. I was like, this is weird because I never thought that I needed to heal that because I'm the type of person that I move forward. Something yeah. happens, I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. I'll be fine. You tell yeah. everybody, I'm fine. I'm fine. 
yeah. I've always been very strong, you know? Mm. I've always been very strong. I'm like, okay, that happened to me, move forward. You know, like, it's done. I even did that when I got raped five years ago. Um, you know, I never really dived, you know, I never really dived deep into that. I'm like, hello, Tatiana, you were raped. It was like, okay. No, it was more like, okay, that happened. And, but you know what? I got shit to do. I got to take care of all these things, whatever. Mm. Um, I'm good. That was kind of like more of my attitude. So I got into this relationship. Um, but before I got into this relationship, I realized that I was kind of, I diagnosed myself with love addiction because I remember crying about three men at the same time. Okay. I'm like in love with these three men. And then I'm like, wait a second, what is wrong with me? I need to stop this. So I became celibate for a year and six months because I wanted well it was supposed to be for a year but i went longer um because i i said i need to stop trying to feel loved trying to get love from others trying to seek approval and validation i need to stop looking for a daddy you know i need to stop these patterns so i went really extreme and i was like i ain't gonna talk to any guys for a very long time <laughs> but after that um that's when i got with my a year and six months later, I started dating my, 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 my boyfriend who's still my boyfriend now. And I reached the pain point where all of a sudden we were, you know, we were together for a couple of months, but then my body shut down like a computer. It was like, doo, 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 doo. and I'm like, Whoa, it hurt to have sex. I couldn't even open my legs. I couldn't go on top of him. I, in yoga, it was hard for me to do Lotus pose. My, I had terrible back and hip pain. And I just felt really stuck in my pelvic floor. It was really weird. I'm like, what the hell is this? So for many years, I was trying to look for a Tantra teacher. But I couldn't find anyone that I thought was authentic because, um, yeah, I just didn't resonate with anyone here in New York. So one day I was browsing Facebook and I saw my, te you know, my teacher. And I fell in love with her right away. I, I had shivers all over like I had chills all over my body and I was like, Oh my God, I need to work with her. And I sent her an email right away. And I, I said, I, I want you to be my mentor. Like this is exactly the work that I've been wanting to do. So I went off and, and went to study Tantra yoga with her. And it's so funny because when I went to study with her, I thought it was going to be all about sexiness and sensuality, but it wasn't, it was like real Tantra from a lineage mm. um, philosophy and all these things which was um, hard work, but transformational. And I was like, holy shit. You know, I wanted the, like, the sex part, but no, like, this is amazing. Like, whatever we're doing, like, this is amazing. And then eventually, um, I stayed with her for so many years. I ended up being her, like, right hand, her master trainer for, for so many years. Um, and, and then eventually, we started learning, doing the, the more sexuality coaching and 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 tantric sex and all that stuff and everything has been freaking amazing and i saw how much it helped me even even just with the breath work that we did was just so amazing because i saw how me doing it every single day was actually changing my life and giving me this energy that i've never felt before maybe when i was a kid you know it kind of got me back to that remembrance of of who i was oh that's amazing Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's that's so that's thank you for sharing that with us.
Yeah, yeah, and it, and, it, and it was a long journey. It wasn't something, um, and yeah, this, is some, sure. this is something that I always tell people who want to, like, heal um, themselves, you know, sexually, because I think that we get into this place where we're like, okay, I'm going to take this one program and I'm going to heal myself. No, <laughs> my journey took long. My journey took long. You know, it took years. And it took a lot of dedication because I did the breath work and I did my mantras. I did my studying every single day for five years. Well, and and I'm glad you brought that up because there's, when we get so out of touch for so many years with ourselves, it's not just like, like, I take take this one course and then I'm just back at alignment. We need to be 100% dedicated to loving ourselves. Like you said, and, yeah. Going through those pain points, those triggers and keep moving through them and being being in them, like really feeling them, being in them and then moving through them. I'm trying to find you. Okay, right here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. yes and that's something that I always tell my, my clients because you know, sometimes when I have these conversations with women when I do my consultation calls, I think they're looking for some kind of magic bullet. Mm. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I'm going to take your, I'm just going to do one thing with you and, and then I'm going to be done. And I don't make any promises. I'm just like, you know, I know who I attract. I attract a lot of women who have gone through a lot of sexual abuse, mm. who have a lot of shame. Um, women who, who, ca- who carry a lot of fear and resistance. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's really hard for them to push forward. So they need a little bit of that push and that magic, that energy activation to get them to like get moving, you know? And that, and those are the women that I do like when they come to my live events, because I'm able to transfer that energy, you know, and, and alchemize their stuff for them, you know, and facilitate these healings so that they can have their own awakenings because on one-on-one, it's a little bit harder like when you're doing virtual through Skype, <clears throat> it's a little, it's a, it's a different, it's a different um, type of work, I would say, rather than doing things like in a retreat or, or intensives, mm. the different kind yeah, of, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, yeah. and Tatiana, before, before we wrap up, like what, what are two to three gold nuggets that you would love to share with the tribe and, like in anything that comes to mind, what's ever flowing through you, I mean, on, on self-care, coming back to ourselves or really honoring our flow, honoring our, our Shati energy, if I'm saying that right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, I would say um, your intuition is going to be your superpower, your emotions, Right. Your emotions are kind of like your, your intuition and following, um, kind of like knowing what, what, is, um, what is yours and what is not and what is coming from fear and what is coming from your soul. And I think that a lot of people get confused, especially when you have mm-hmm. your own business of like, what is coming from my ego and what is coming from my soul? And this is something I like teaching women is knowing the difference of like let your soul be the one that's driving the car and let your ego be in the passenger seat 
we we still we still need our ego the ego is the one that's going to analyze that that's going to make the decisions for you but let your soul be the one that's like i'm going to take a leap and i'm going to do this and you do do your stuff but then you consult with your ego but what happens is you know when we live in fear and we're feeling contracted right because fear feels like a contraction in the body you feel tight when you're in your soul, it feels like an expansive feeling, it feels like nice and open and you feel joy and ecstatic bliss. So kind of knowing the difference, because I think that a lot of people get confused of like, no, my intuition said my intuition. And sometimes I know that it's not true because <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> so it's like really knowing, really t being so connected to your body that your body speaks to you. And if you're confused and you don't know if that's the right decision, you don't have to hurry. Stay with that and take time, you know, to like realize, you know, to like notice, is this really the voice of fear or is this the voice of my soul? And then, um, you know, I always tell people to, um, you know, take care of themselves, give themselves self-care. I still don't feel like people give themselves enough self-care. <laughs> totally. For sure. You know? Um, treat yourself like you want, like, like if you're, like, if you're a child, you know, like if you're a little kid, like, what would you, how would you take care of yourself? You know, take that bath, you know, take a, a meditation class. Maybe you need sisterhood. Maybe you need, you know, kind of like no know, knowing like, what is it that you need? If you're a healer, going to see other healers whenever you have those moments where you feel down, you know, but self-care. And I don't think that we give, give ourselves enough self-care. I don't think that we fit it in our budgets. And, and then when we do fit it in our budgets, we never do it, even though you put it in your budget. <laughs> <laughs> so I think self-care is very, very, um, very important, especially if you, you know, work a lot. Um, and you get overwhelmed and some people may need more than others. Some people are more, um, get more sensitive. They're more empathic or it just depends. And like I said, it really is about knowing yourself and, and being really connected to your body. And, and then the next thing is bringing pleasure to your work. Mm. Yeah. Just pleasure. Just like what, what brings you pleasure? And if you're annoyed, if you're irritated, stop what you're doing and give yourself a dance break. Put music on and for, and for 10 minutes, dance to really fucking sexy music. Go out of control and touch yourself and play with your hair and play with your body. Um, yeah, just do whatever freaking feels good and adding pleasure. And, um, and I, I like to teach my clients to do a daily sacred ritual every day. First thing in the morning, you do a ritual to worship yourself. It might be that you give yourself feather light touching. Oh, I like that. I've never tried that before. Yeah. Like caressing, fun. like feeling yourself. Um, I, I, I teach women, um, sacred masturbation of like first thing in the morning, you know, like touch yourself so that you can get, feel good and feel that boost, you know? Um, so yeah, like, you know, having like a, a ritual of like, what brings you pleasure? And I like more of like embodiment stuff, 
more where you mm. can use movement, moving your body. Because I'm not a journal person. I'm not a person that journals. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's, sometimes it's hard for me to take that time to sit down yeah. and write. I know that a lot of people do that, and that yeah. for me is not pleasure. Pleasure for me is something like, you dancing know, dancing or moving. Or, yeah. That 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 so that's why that's what I mean by embodiment. Um, because I'm I'm not a journal person, a journal person, and that I don't consider that like pleasurable. For some people, it might be. I don't know. Yeah, so. I totally feel you. I understand yeah. you on that. Sometimes it can feel like another thing to do on your to do list. You're like, oh, now I need to sit down and write yeah. five pages. So it's it starts to be part of your to do list, and that's when it's not fun. It starts yeah. to be not fun anymore. I mean, for for me. I like are just thinking about standing up and not working for 10 minutes and dancing sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yummy. And yeah, if totally. Dance it out. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, Tatiana, for being with us and, and we'll post how somebody can connect with you and the links and the podcast and. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to share um, my free, um, my free little mini course, the pussy challenge which is really a great way to connect deeper to your body. And you'll see what it is. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> so, juicy. Yeah, so for <laughs> those of you that want to, like, come back home to yourselves and reclaim your body, like, this is a perfect way. You know, it's, it's um, 30 days of video, but it's really short and, and – it's very short. Short and sweet, simple. You get direct emails, and you can just do it. And it's pretty dope. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to send me the link to that, we'll include that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you so much, Tatiana. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. So happy thank to you. be here. <laughs> Bye.